Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour. It's me. <laughs> Today, we're here for a solo episode. So, I'm Grace Lannon. I'm your host. I am a psychic medium and an energy healer, and this is my podcast. So, if this is the first time you've listened, what's up? Hey, hi, how are you? <laughs> um, today, we're in for a solo episode. I'm excited. I just wanted to kind of share some spiritual experiences that I had recently that were really profound for me and I just kind of wanted to talk about them but it's been a hot minute since I recorded a solo episode we have a lot of plans for the new year for our YouTube for the podcast for classes and just so much fun stuff coming up next year so I will be you know sharing all the details so if you guys are on my mailing list I'll be updating everyone on what we got going on but um, real quick before we get into the episode, this month I've been hosting a meditation challenge over on YouTube and I'll put a link in the show notes so if you guys want to check it out, there's a playlist and you can go through them. Um, but we've been doing a meditation every day and the theme this time for the challenge, so every time I do a challenge there's a different theme, the theme this time for the challenge is called Activate. So my intention behind this was um, helping people connect with their intuitiveness, their psychic senses, and activating their own abilities to connect with spirit source energy, be able to access energetic healing for themselves. And then we're going into like journeying and some really interesting meditation practices. So last night we did an inner child healing practice and it was just really beautiful and profound. And so I'm going to put, again, a link in the show notes. And I encourage you guys to check it out. These are all free. Um, they do build upon each other. So if you want to start at the beginning, like, I encourage you to go through them that way. But um, feel free to check in with yourself and just say what would be helpful for me and just kind of pick a random one. Um, but the 20, the 19th and the 20th were, like, super beautiful and profound. So they actually this whole month has been crazy but yesterday was really beautiful so as many of you know when I do my meditations a lot of them are channeled sometimes I'll do um holy fire reiki meditations which are part of the reiki classes that I teach so sometimes I'll implement those but for the most part my meditations are all channeled and I just say what spirit tells me to say so last night we did an inner child healing meditation and I was kind of envisioning like, okay, we're going to go down a path and maybe we'll meet the, the inner child at the beach or like, you know, just taking kind of these ideas of similar meditations I've done in the past. But it took me to a completely different place and it was just so beautiful. Like the image that they had me imagine was so our, they called it the inner heart space or the inner portal, heart portal. I forget exactly what we called it. But imagining um, like almost a gateway, a doorway within your heart. And from there, you're able to connect with yourself throughout all time. So um, I was kind of reminded of the idea that, you know, our heart beats continuously from birth to death. Unless we have some kind of heart condition. Like that's pretty much a fact for 99.9% of people and that heartbeat is connected to your inner child you're you have the same heart the same body there and I, and I said this last night too but there was like this meme I'll, I'll post it on Instagram when I post this episode you guys but I saw this meme that was like I can't believe this is my same body that I see in all my childhood photos and it's just that idea of like we feel so disconnected from that point in time um, sometimes of our childhood or maybe teenage years. Um, but we can always connect to that person, which is you, <laughs> through our body. And the same is true for our ancestors. And the same is true for our past lives. The past lives will get a little bit more complicated. But our blood is our ancestors' blood. So we can connect to our ancestors through our physical body. Um, so it was just like a really beautiful um, meditation. And they had us go into this like healing temple, basically. It looked kind of like a museum, like there was marble and a fountain and it was so beautiful. 
And um, one thing they had us do was we sat at this, this table and it was imagining sitting at the table and there's a, a sitting at two chairs and there's a table in between you and your inner child. And on the table were these like healing crystals. And they had us imagine like grabbing the crystal and that inner child is also holding the crystal. So at the same time, you're sending healing to them they're sending healing to you and you're creating this like heart portal connection and they said like anytime you feel your heart beat to remember like your heart is beating in your childhood body at the same time because time doesn't exist it gets so complicated but it was really beautiful so if you guys do that practice please let me know how it went for you but for me like I felt such a profound release in my jaw, in my jaw, and it was really interesting. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about in the podcast was this like profound healing I had the other day. Um, and I think that's really what sparked the jaw release. And then when I did the inner child work yesterday, I felt a huge release in my jaw and my teeth. And... I was looking at myself in the video because I'm like recording the meditation and I'm looking at myself on video and like my fucking face was morphing. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about this before, but sometimes I'll see people's face morph um, or like shape shift. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like sh almost seeing into their spirit, their soul. If you guys have ever done mirror work, you might have seen your own face morph. But I was just like looking at myself in the camera and my face started morphing and like my cheekbones got higher and higher and I looked like this freaking bug. I don't know how to explain it. Like I felt like I was seeing my higher self. It was like this orchid mantis being and um, he was like really beautiful. It felt, I don't know, it felt maybe androgynous is more how I would explain it because it felt beautiful like motherly but still in this masculine way like it felt like oh, I don't know how to explain it. it's like I am coming from an egg me <laughs> I don't know how to explain this you guys I'm coming from an egg is the message I got like I'm coming from this egg and I'm being reborn into this new body or something um but it was like my face was shifting into this weird bug creature. And then when I looked back at myself, I saw myself as like my eight-year-old self. And it felt like almost like for a moment, I was seeing my true self, like my higher self, like what my soul looks like, which is this weird bug creature. And very, I'm very beautiful in my bug creature form. <laughs> I don't. I don't explain it other than an orchid mantis looking thing, but purpley kind of colors. Um, and then I morphed and changed and I was like seeing myself as like my eight year old self. And then I was like having these memories come up around when I was eight years old and just like a lot of rejection stuff, you guys. Um, and I feel like that wound has seeped into my life for so, so, so long. Um, and that's something, so the other week, a couple weeks ago, I'd got a healing session with Giselle, um, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and we're going to have her back on me and her are going to be doing some healing sessions together. So we're going to share about our experiences, but so I did a healing session with Giselle and she does that, um, what does she call it? Integrative angel healing or integrative ther energy therapy. Um, she talked about it on a, the episode. If you guys missed that episode, you can go back to hear like what the process is and a little bit about that. But it is a specific type of energy healing. And we did it um, together. And um, she opened up a lot of stuff in my heart and my heart space, which was like in that underneath area, underneath the heart, between the heart and the solar plexus, which is where they took us into connect with our inner child. So I was like, mm, that's an interesting connection. But something that came up when we were doing my healing session with her was I was having all these memories kind of like flash in my mind. Like it felt like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Like 
oh, what are those called? It's like an old school flip book kind of thing where you flip it really fast and it like tells a story. Like it'd be like a stick figure walking down the street. And as you flip the pages, you can like see it moving, kind of like stop motion. It was like that. It was like memories like floating in my mind, like stop motion memories. And I had all these memories come up around like elementary school and middle school around like rejection, especially with boys and like romantic kind of rejection. And I remember this one memory um, in like elementary school. I told my friend I had a crush on this kid. And then I remember being on the playground and she was like, blah, blah, blah. His name is James. So shout out to James, my crush. But, um, <laughs> but like she was going to yell like, James, she has a crush on you. Like blah, blah, blah. But I already knew no one will ever love me. That's I already had that wound. I, I fucking I would think of this was first grade, maybe. It's like maybe second grade. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there, first or second grade. I already had this wound. No one's ever gonna love me. No one's ever gonna think I'm attractive physically or be interested in me in even a friendship type of way. That was a wound I already fucking had. Already. <laughs> what happened in my past life? <laughs> okay. Um, but also I think it mm, no. Okay, grandmas, I think it has to do with some ancestor stuff too. But it's like, okay, I was so young, already having this idea that no one's ever gonna love me. And I got so fucking I like I felt hot, I felt disgusting, I felt ugly, and I was like, she she he cannot know that I like him. So I remember like taking my hand and like slapping it on my friend's face, like to cover her mouth up before she could scream and he could hear me or he could hear her and then um of course since you're at school I got in trouble so we got to went got sent to the principal's office and me and her got into this big fight um and I think one thing that was a positive interaction was it with it was that she kind of understood my emotions about no one ever being interested in me and we're both fat girls so I feel like that has something to do with it too like the body stuff body shame and like even in elementary school knowing there's like a hierarchy and like being a white person like I'm still part of that hierarchy but like if you're fat or like ugly or like poor like smelly you know those types of things you no one's gonna like you is what you think um, and it's very true in some instances and this instances, and that's what happens to a lot of people growing up, um, is that they feel rejected, but it's like learning how to heal from that and continue to try again. And that's the part that I never learned and that I'm learning now, but like I automatically went from that and then I remember another memory popped up when I was like eight I had a crush on this other kid and I wrote about it in my diary and my sibling read my diary fuck you Alex um, I'll forgive you but um they read my diary and like told that kid's sister because they his sister was friends with my sister that um that I had a crush on him and he I overheard him saying to his friend, oh, I would never like her because she's fat. <laughs> and I was like eight years old. And you know, it's just a little thing. But the fact that that stuff came forward during my healing session was like showing to me that that really seeped into me. That seeped so far into me that I didn't I'm like getting emotional you guys I didn't put myself out there as far as like romantic relationships and I still really haven't like and I've had a couple of really bad experiences after that in my adult years that were like borderline sus <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into it right now we can talk about it in another episode but um just negative experiences that that has been a wound that I'm continuing to work on and I see how it obviously affects my romantic like like I'm very single and I I don't know for me it's like been not ever priority like the priority was like getting to know myself and like I feel like I am my own greatest research project that I just could be alone forever but I also know that that is not healthy and that is not truly what my soul desires but it's like to find someone that actually 
gets you is really difficult. And I think being rejected time and time again, like for the things that you can't control, like the way you look, the way you smell as a child, like I, um, I had a couple friends whose parents smoked cigarettes and like people always made fun of them because they smelled like cigarettes or I had another friend that smelled like cat pee and people always made fun of them because they smelled. But it's like when you're a child, you don't have a choice, you know? So it's like if you're rejected time and time again for things out of your control, like your appearance, your class, you know, your skin color, whatever, your hair, whatever like it's going to be really difficult to put yourself out there for things that are beyond just physical and be able to be open with your interests your um hobbies your true innermost feelings being able to be open with those things i think is really difficult when it's just the basis of who you are that's been rejected time and time again so that's something that like was revealed to me that I'm continuing to heal. And I do see how that has seeped into, again, like my romantic life, obviously, but also my friendships um, and my job and my work stuff. Hold on, you guys. ASMR, I'm drinking some water. <laughs> I'm drinking some water. But uh, like in the in my work, like being able to be authentically myself and not be scared of what other people have to say about it and that's been something I'm continuing to heal and finding holy fire reiki one of the big things that we work on is connecting with the authentic self so I don't feel I have had any fucking issues knowing who my authentic self is I know me and I love me and I'm obsessed with me and I'm fucking cool but to not dim it down for other people is the hard part like thinking about being in a group of people like I felt like a complex I had in like high school and like even college and stuff was like if I'm my true authentic self which is a loud ass bitch a funny bitch silly bitch a very silly bitch um I felt like they were perceiving me as fake, as you're just trying to be weird or you're just trying to be cool, which is something that I've gotten a lot. And I even have a tattoo that says through being cool, <laughs> which is a saves the day song. It's an emo band, but um, it really like symbolizes a lot to me because it's like, I don't care if you think I'm cool, but there's still a part of me that is holding on to that fear of rejection, even though consciously I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> but there's still a part that like, please, will you accept me in your circle? And I just want to be part of the fucking crowd. I want to be part of the cool kids. Um, and I don't think I ever will be. And that's okay. And I think, like, being on social media, too, like, that's another way that it shows to you, like, you are not part of the crowd. And that's the the thing that I am continuing to learn is, like, I don't fucking need to be part of the crowd. I am a crowd all on my own. But it's, like, how can I apply that true, honest feeling to the rest of my life and not just to my ideas about my opinions of other people? So just just some thoughts but yeah um it's been really interesting because I think as I work on this inner child healing practices it's showing me these tiny little behaviors that I still hold on to um based on fear of rejection fear of not being accepted and I no 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 that also goes back to some past life shit I know we got the witch's wound, y'all. And to be our true authentic self or to say things or to share things or to speak with your voice um, without being worried about your tongue being cut out, <laughs> that's a hard thing to deal with. And we don't even know that we're doing it. And 
okay, yeah, we can look at it from a spiritual perspective. Like maybe in a past life you were, you were a witch that was persecuted, but there's also the very more simple way to think about it. And we can think about, um, the history of what it means to be a woman in America. Um, you know, it really, really, really wasn't that long ago that we couldn't even have a fucking credit card. I couldn't drive a car. And the fact that I'm a single 32-year-old woman. Oh, no, 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 honey. So there's so much of that that is still, like, seeped into our culture. Um, so it's really hard to be your authentic self and not be scared. So I'm just really proud of all of us for trying to get there. And I'm proud of us for showing up and being real because authentic authentic why can't i say it authenticity is not about being like joyful all the time like sometimes you're in a fucking bad mood and like tell me i hate fake shit you know um and i think that's also something that is really hard for society to be comfortable with is like when we're not in a good mood we sh we should shield ourselves from the world and we should be in our quiet little cave and people should know to come check up on you <laughs> that is bullshit you guys i've been seeing a lot of like rhetoric around that too with just unfortunately like you know there's been a lot of suicide in the media and stuff i know twitch who i loved passed away I mean, he's an amazing dancer um my mom and I would always watch so you think you could dance so I just have like fond memories of watching that with her and like see I, I'm a whole obsessed with dance you guys probably know this if you follow me on Instagram but um you know I admired him and um yeah it's like this idea of like you never know how what people are really thinking at home and you never know like what they're really doing but when people fucking tell you to your fucking face, I'm depressed. I want to die. I hate myself. You guys are not listening. You're like, maybe you should tell your therapist about that. It's really hard to have anyone to talk to. And to even, even if you have a therapist, they might not listen to you in the way that you're seeking. So I know like, it's not as simple as just showing up as your true self when when you do that and it's not from a joyful way. It's like today just fucking sucks and I just got a car ticket and I'm pissed off. Like that is not comfortable for a lot of people. So we feel like we have to hide emotions and hiding our emotions isn't going to do us any fucking good um but it's also like learning how to understand the difference between right now I feel really grumpy and irritated and blah 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 blah. I'm angry and right now I feel sad and when I feel sad I feel uncomfortable and then I get angry at myself it's like knowing how you react to things um I think can be really helpful because sometimes it's like for me a lot of stuff comes through in physical pain so when I'm in physical pain I get upset at myself because I think what did I do to fuck this up <laughs> when really it's just it's not my fault I have pain issues and I'm also a psychic medium and just I use a lot of energy and it's not my fault so it's like, I just want us to not punish ourselves for having emotions. And I think too, like looking also back to your childhood and how you express your emotions and how you were able to. Like for me, as much as I love my family, they are not very good with emotions. <laughs> And I was a fucking emotional ass kid. I'd be crying every five seconds. I was having a meltdown. I was scared of literally everything. We talked about this on the podcast before. I was 
fucking obsessed with um, being in purgatory and all these things. And I was paranoid and terrified of everything and always crying and freaking out. And I was kind of showed through reactions that it's not safe to express my emotions. So then I would take my emotions internally, which led trigger warning to me, like cutting myself and bashing my head against the wall and like physically beating myself up to release the pain in my body. And that was not a healthy way to do that. And in no way is that my family's fault, but that's just like the way that I thought it was safe to express my emotions was silently and through my body and hurting myself gave me endorphins it made me feel good because I could feel and no way am I endorsing this or do I partake in this behavior anymore and if you do there is no shame and please um don't feel like I'm saying you're a bad person if you do these things because we all have our coping mechanisms and what is safe for me is not always safe for you. So maybe I'm all about harm reduction, you guys. Like, do what you have to do. But please find someone to talk to. And I don't mean going to your therapist. Yes, please, of course. Like, I, please do. But if you have someone you love in your life that you can trust, like, to open up to them, um... And just say, like, I think I need a little extra help right now. Like, I don't think that's easy at all. And and um, I just want us to be able to do that. And I'm not a therapist. I'm not a fucking doctor. You can reach out to me. I'm not going to have all the answers. But I can give you, like, condolences. Like, I can listen. Um... And I think sometimes that's all we need is someone to listen to us. And I think that's like so much of why I even do the podcast, why I do my TikToks. Like, I just need to, someone to listen to all my thoughts. Like, please listen to me. And that's like so much of the rejection too that I have around my childhood is like, no one fucking listens to me. And if they're listening, they don't remember. <laughs> I already told you. Why are you not listening? This is like my wound, you guys. And so that's why I do what I do. Because I am trying to heal that. And it's getting dark right now. So let's see if we can film like a little bit more. And then and then we might have to do the end of the podcast at the house. So let's see. So we're going to take a little break right here. And then I'm going to tell you guys about my profound healing experience that happened the other day. And, um, can I put, should I put light here? Like, is this going to be bad? I think that's worse. <laughs> it's like getting dark. Okay. I'll be right back. For reference, this is, um, the sky right now. It's getting dark. All right, y'all. We in front of this street light beach. Does YouTube light you say bitch? Because I be swearing. Okay, so I just want to tell you like a little bit about my profound healing experience that I had the other night uh, because it just feels so juicy and delicious. And I just wanted to share with you guys because I need someone to talk to about, aka, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> I am healing my wounds and I encourage you to do that too. So... Um, I talked about this on my TikTok that I've been going to this meditation class, but I'm not sure if I've talked about it ever on the podcast, but I'll just briefly explain it just in case I haven't. But um, there's this meditation that I do. It's called the Stargate Meditation, and I've been doing it for like six months, a year. I'm not really sure, um, but I started going to these classes on Meetup. I have a meetup. It's called Cosmic Seekers AAA. Join my meetup links in the show notes um but so I started my meetup called Cosmic Seekers a hot minute like almost two years ago now I'm not really sure again I'm really bad with time um but so my mentor Becca love you she was saying to me like start a meetup 
there's going to be people on there that want to connect with you. My meetup is very much centered around the cosmic spirituality type of stuff because I feel like there is a gap in integrity in that space. And I want to be the integrity bitch because there's a lot of fucking fuck shittery. And so, yeah, I started my meetup. She said, why don't you start going to other people's meetups just to see how they do it? And again, it's been healing that rejection sensitivity shit for me of like, if I... I join these meetups and kind of see how other people do it. And maybe it's not perfect, but people are still coming. And that's what she, that's kind of what she wanted me to do is to say, you don't have to be fucking perfect. You just have to show up. And your energy, your vibe, is that's the healing. Like, who cares what they fucking say? You're healing just by being there. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I joined this meetup called Vibrational Spirituality. Um, and this woman, I'm going to have her on the podcast next year. So I'm, you guys can meet her. But her name is Victoria. And she's like, I don't know what I would call her. A channeler, an intuitive, whatever. She teaches this class called the Stargate Meditation. So the Stargate Meditation is a specific type of meditation that was channeled from this guy and this woman um in Mount Shasta of course because what else where else do the weird channelings come from other than Mount Shasta maybe Sedona (laughs) maybe some white people in Bali (laughs) but that's about it you know what I mean so um I haven't been drawn personally to do the classes with the creators of it and they do online classes and they do retreats and all sorts of stuff it's kind of like one of those things where it's like a system and anyone could learn how to teach it like kind of how I practice Reiki I'm not a I didn't invent Reiki but I'm I teach it and it's a system that I learned so Stargate is kind of the same idea like it's a system and people can teach it so she teaches the Stargate and I've been going to her classes so the idea with the Stargate is that we're connecting to like energies So I do a lot of the similar kind of stuff in my work. So it's been interesting to kind of see someone else doing it, but from a different perspective. And so the idea is it's not something where you like do shit, like visualize. You just kind of like breathe and then energies come forward. So it's kind of like inviting in spirit guides or angels to connect with you. And then there'll be like specific energies that come through. So... For example, like sometimes we've done it and there have been like Palladian energies coming in, um, dragon energies, mermaids, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like angels, archangels, um, cosmic beings, ascended masters, Saint Germain, like ascended masters, like that kind of thing of these spirits come forward and bring us energy and information. And you don't need to necessarily be a medium, medium, medium or intuitive to, you know, receive healing from it. So everyone, you know, perceives it differently. But basically, she just has us close our eyes. We imagine ascending our energy upwards into what they call the Stargate. So the Stargate is essentially like a portal. You can create one. They're already created and exist in time. But there's like a I'll put a post, I'll put a picture in the, in the Instagram when I post about this, but there's like an image and people create them out of metal and stuff to meditate under, but it's just like kind of like a geometric shape. But the idea is that we're able to connect with different beings throughout the universe. And of course, these are positive, good light beings. I mean, I don't like to deal in good, goods and bads. That's not really my bag, baby. But, um, you know, they're healing energies. You know, it's you're not going to have a party invite anyone over. I always give this example. You invite the people on your list. So these are the people on our list, like angels, guides, loved ones. Um, so so sh- I started going to her meetup over, I think it in 2021, I started going to her meetup. Uh, something like that but anyway so for months I was going and it was just an online experience and we meet on zoom and it was really cool for me to see not only that other people are having these profound weird psychedelic visions like me but also that to see how another 
intuitive leads a meditation class on zoom and just being able to see how that's effective and um how you know my work is effective too like a confirmation kind of thing for me so I started going to them and then she started teaching them in person um a couple months ago so I started going in person and it's been really beautiful it's in Fairfax at this um like new age I don't know metaphysical type of shop they sell crystals and you know candles and that kind of thing and then upstairs, there's a loft space, and that's where she does the meditations. And the stores close when we're up there, and we meditate for about an hour. And it's in Fairfax, so that's in Marin County. I live in Sonoma County, so for people not local, it's like an hour away. Part of it, part of the healing with with me, with this type of work, has been even just driving there. For some of you guys who know me in real life know that I am terrified of driving. I'm so scared of driving and especially at night. The fact that I'm even sitting here filming this and it's about to get dark is a feat in itself because I'm in Santa Rosa right now and I, I live like 20 minutes away. Feet in itself, you guys, because I'm so scared of driving in at night. And that's something I'm really, really, really working on and continuing to work on. And um, I've gone into a couple car accidents. I've had so many issues with driving in the past. And I, for a while, would always say I have a curse because I would get, um, which just saying that probably was leading me to have the curse. <laughs> but I would always get flat tires, like constantly um, when I was in like my early 20s, like constantly. And I let people borrow my car. They get a flat tire, just all sorts of stupid shit. Um... So part of it has been even a healing experience in itself to drive there an hour away and drive home in the dark and drive back these windy back roads. And um, it's just been really profound to me to even do that. So the fact that I did that, I'm really proud of myself. But so the other night, so um, she does this once a month. So if anyone wants to come with me, hit me up. Um, you can drive. <laughs> Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I can drive other people yet. We'll get there. Um, we will get there eventually. We will get there eventually, you guys. But so the other night, this was, let's see, Monday night. Today, when I'm when the podcast is coming out, it's Wednesday. So this was Monday. This was two days ago. So I drove down there. And I get to the 11th house, which is where it's hosted. And I walk in and there's this beautiful statue of my girl, Mother Mary, this golden Mother Mary statue. And perhaps it's been there every week and I just never noticed it. But it was the first thing I saw when I walked in. And then I walk up the stairs and there's this Virgin de Guadalupe like um, carving. And I was like, there she is, my girl again. And, um, so we went through the Stargate practice. She invited in a bunch of different beings. We connected with the Octurians, which, um, some of you guys who have done readings with me might know that they're one of my spirit teams. Like I connect with them a lot. The Octurians are a cosmic race. I don't know how to explain these things. Aliens, whatever you want to call them. Um, they're more mental body than physical. They came through, um the andromedans came through to me i see them as purple i'm not sure what you guys think they look like purple purple people um more humanoid but with purple features or like their skin is purple not like how our skin is different shades it's almost like um see-through like, I could see the shit underneath their skin, like, vessels, eye sockets, nerves, that kind of thing, like, but it's, but I, but their skin is translucent, but purple. I don't know. That's just how I perceive them. Then there were some other beings that came forward. I can't even remember. There was one that was, like, some light body being. I've never heard of them before, but they were extremely tangible. It was interesting. So in the class, we're in this loft space. And so some people sit on the floor on like a little back jack. Like, you know, in yoga class where they have those little seats with the little um, stiff backs. So some people sit on the floor. I always sit on the couch. And then um, that week, on Monday, this woman was sitting next to me. 
and I was like kind of like relaxing closing my eyes and she brought forward these light beings and I felt so much as if someone just placed their hand and like touched my thigh or my knee like the top of my thigh and I thought like did I drift off and I'm like falling over onto the lady next to me and she's like pushing me up like okay honey like that's kind of like how it felt like okay honey like wake up like <laughs> and I opened my eyes for a second and she's just in her resting space I'm in my resting space and I was like that was crazy it was such a physical touch and a lot of you guys know I'm clairsentient, so I do receive psychic touch from spirit, but it's more so I can feel your emotions or I can feel your pain or your I can feel the physical function of your body of like or a guide or a loved one like I can feel their body like for example if I'm having a conversation in a reading or something and you feel like you're going to cry like oh, I feel like I'm going to cry or you have to fart I'll feel like I have to fart like it's 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 like that <laughs> I don't know how to explain it but this felt like a touch from spirit like they were touching me like grabbing my leg like touching me and I was like holy motherfucking shit and I had light language come through and I was just whispering to myself because I didn't want to be like saying it out loud but I had light language come through my Okay, so ain't that interesting? As soon as I started talking about the light language, my camera fucking shut off and stuff. But um, I had to charge my phone, so I think it was just on. It was just a quinky dink. But um, yeah. So light language started coming through, and I felt. Have you guys ever gotten like Novocaine? Like when you go to um, a what's it called? The dentist, and like they give you Novocaine for your teeth, and then like a few hours later, you're your lips start coming back um you start feeling the sensation again like that pins and needles tingling or like when your foot falls asleep the pins and needles it felt like that all over like the lower part of my face like it felt all like pins and needles i asked them to send healing into my jaw and my teeth because i have a lot of teeth problems you guys and you know, obviously I'm doing medical things as well, but I think I believe in a pyramid of miracles, okay? So I asked them to come through into my mouth and send me healing. And it was like this crazy buzzing, tingling sensation. Um, all in my cheeks. It felt like someone was like ripping out my flesh in my cheeks. It was kind of painful. And then it felt like, oh, I don't know how to explain it other than if you go to a car place or whatever and they're doing something under work underneath your car and they put you on that little jack and like raise you up that's like what it felt like in my mouth like they were like putting this space in my mouth to raise my mouth up like it felt like there was um all this shit like coming out of my mouth like <sighs> pouring out of my mouth and at the same time they were like stretching out my jaw and then the next day, or two days later, it was when I was having that weird face morphing thing. And my cheekbones, I've noticed, like, my cheekbones are hella snatched. And there's actual physical changes in my face, which is really interesting. And changes in my teeth, changes in my tongue. Um, and it was just, like, really, really interesting. And all I did was just asking for a healing activation in my mouth to help me heal my teeth and my tongues my tongue and my lips and it was like okay so I just filmed this whole thing and it was really emotional and I was crying and it was beautiful but then my phone died and I guess I didn't save the video so I'm like am I even supposed to share this experience because I've had like 17 just glitches happening um so I don't even know how I feel anymore about if I want to share it <laughs> But basically, Mother Mary came through. It was a really profound healing experience. I had all these memories come up from my childhood. I saw myself as a baby. I saw myself in the womb. I saw myself in this cosmic womb. It healed all this stuff around death. Um, and then, which is what got me crying, I saw myself as a mother and I saw my baby and I was holding my baby and my baby was me and it was fucking beautiful I'm gonna talk more about it later because I just talked for like 45 minutes about how beautiful it was and 
all these messages channeled through and it was so profound um but apparently i'm not supposed to share that right now because the video is gone so i'm just gonna leave it at that it was beautiful it was profound and i'll tell you more about it later because i think i need to process it or something because i guess yeah i guess it's just not meant to be shared right now but just knowing that okay so briefly um as i mentioned i don't um i'm not in a relationship very much single very much celibate vibes but i have had multiple psychics tell me recently and in the last maybe five years like like multiple and some of the most um gifted people that i would really trust their messages were like you're gonna be a mother like you're gonna have a baby and all this stuff and i'm just like what the fuck i'm never gonna have a baby like i've never wanted a baby but in the last few years i've been getting these media messages around babies and they're like two women two girls and they come to me one of them's name is cat she wants to be named Catherine, and i'm like that's my middle name and that's my grandma's name and so i'm like okay am i just making that up but the fact that multiple psychics have picked up on it and i didn't say anything about that or anything about that at all i was wanting to talk about work and career and shit and they're like by the way like you gotta start repairing your body because you're gonna have a baby <laughs> and i'm like what is this gonna be a fucking virgin mary type of situation because that's that's what i i'm like i'm not having sex with anyone <laughs> not that i'm opposed to it but it's like you know if i were it wouldn't be someone that i'm in a serious relationship with um at least in this moment but yeah it's just come up multiple times so in the vision i saw myself as a mother i saw myself holding the baby and yeah in readings and stuff i've had spirit babies come up for people quite a lot and i've had people talk to me about like you know miscarriage or maybe they had an abortion or something and they just wanted to kind of like check in about those babies and yeah their spirits are still there they're still present with you um if you choose to connect with them we can talk way more about spirit babies in another episode because i have some interesting thoughts about it but um i don't think if anyone's concerned from a spiritual perspective about like abortion or miscarriage or anything like that like i just want you to know that that baby is their spirit is still around and the, and or their spirit is moving on to another body and like you don't need to feel as if any mistakes were made um and there'll be opportunities for healing around those um feelings that you might have but there's no wrong or right decision when it comes to having a baby and um you know things like using birth control or whatever i feel like there's a lot of um stuff just because of religion where people view abortion a certain way so um you know it's it's a hot topic so it's kind of hard to talk about because i don't want to like upset anyone but from a spiritual perspective what i see is that the spirit is still with you and present if they were meant to be and if they are meant to be born in another form maybe it will be born in another form and that might not be human that might be an animal that might be um, a different baby that might be a plant that might just be energy like it doesn't have to be um so literal of how spirits come to you um but yeah i think that's kind of all i'm gonna share about it right now because i guess that's all i'm supposed to say but mother mary was with me she helped me heal so much of the rejection stuff self-compassion like and i received this huge activation in 
in order to send energetic healing to others and um, the skills and stuff that I use in my readings. She basically placed this thing in my heart, which helped, oh, I don't know how to explain it, like vibrate healing throughout my body. It's hard to fucking put these things into words, you guys. The other thing that came in was um, at one point in the Stargate meditation, they took us into this like crystal cave thing to receive healing. And my gods were like, we don't need to take you to the crystal cave because you live in the crystal cave. You are the crystal cave. You are already in the crystal cave. You are the crystal. And it was like so crazy. And then they showed me this image of like the back of my head and like this giant crystal thing in the back of my head. And it was like bee beaming out light. And it was like, you are the lighthouse. I don't know how to explain it, but it was a trip and a half. And it was basically showing me like you have the light within you. Um, you have the crystal within you. You are the crystal. Um, so we don't need to take you there to heal you because you're already existing within the crystal. So that's about it. I want to share you more, more about the mother Mary stuff, but that's just all I'm allowed to share right now, I guess. So thank you for joining me for another episode of angel face magic hour. Um, I hope this was interesting to you. This is more of a little story time episode. I did a poll recently about kind of like what episodes you guys are interested in. And a lot of you said story time, story episodes, talking about my personal healing experiences. So I'm taking that to heart and taking that to mind and I'll be sharing more. And thank you to everyone who listens. Please share the episode, like, subscribe, do all the things give me a rating a review the reviews honestly help so freaking much it's actually the way that we get out there so if you want to help the podcast grow please do that we gladly take donations so links in the show notes links in the show notes for everything else you need to know i'll be posting some images of the um there was something I was going to share. I'll be posting some images on Instagram. I forget what I was posting about, but when I listen back to this, I'll know. So thank you. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.